to a, another episode of the Iron Pulse Podcast. Today, Kyle and I are going to be going over just a list of things that we have that we wish we knew before we had really started our fitness journey. Yeah. Lots so, of mistakes in the past. Yes. So <laughs> we, we both started our journey a long time ago, but we're going to give you some tips that you know, we wish that we knew in case you're starting or maybe something that you have related to whenever you actually started. Um, you might be thinking the same thing here. So Kyle, would you like to kick it off? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest one for me is just knowing that everybody that's in the gym isn't focused on what you're doing. So, I mean, I've told this story before on here, but when I started going to the gym, I couldn't even do the bicep machine on zero weight. I just couldn't get it up, <laughs> which is really sad, but it just kind of hit me mentally that like everyone in the gym probably knew I couldn't do it when in reality, it was just me and my one friend at the time there. And, you know, I'm sure nobody else was even watching. And if they are, you know, nobody's really paying attention. Everyone in there is just trying to better themselves. And they're not really going to the gym just to point out funny mistakes and make fun of people. Yeah. Amongst popular belief. But right. I think that a good one is that to get an effective workout, you don't always have to do three sets of 10 reps. I think three sets of 10 or, you know, four for 12 is what usually everybody follows, you know, I, I, when I first started, I mean, that's what I was doing. I was always doing like three sets of 10 and then, you know, I would throw in like drop sets every now and then. Um, but you know, you, you can push six reps, you can push eight, you can go until failure. You could do like 20 pull-ups or, you know, 25 push-ups. I mean, you, there's a broad range for what, um, for what you can do. You don't need to necessarily stick to 10 and 12 for every set. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of people do because it's just the most common. So, uh, you know, kind of along those lines is progress isn't going to be necessarily linear, right? It's not going to be in a straight line. You're not, you're not going to see it in a straight line all the time. There's going to be ups and downs and it's going to fluctuate. Like there are days you're not always going to have the motivation. Um, you know, there are days where the scale is going to tell you maybe that you've gained weight or you've lost weight depending on what you, you know, consumed the day before or at what time you consumed the food or, you know, how much water you had, like how much sleep you got. Like there's just so many things and you might see that as a setback, right? Because you might, you might, if you're trying to lose weight, for example, let's say you went down, um, you know, you went down at a gradual uh, decrease for a week and then all of a sudden you have a day where your weight's spiking up and that's maybe because you just changed stuff the day before so in your mind like it's not going to be that decrease that you were hoping for and you know but that's just that's the name of the game when you're trying to um, get you know enjoy your fitness journey and learn these types of things it's, it's not going to be as linear as you want it to be yeah, but for sure you have to trust the process yeah so Another thing for me is uh, you also definitely don't need all the supplements that might be advertised. The We have an episode on supplements that we can mention in the description if you want to listen to it, but we kind of just go over the top essential ones. And, you know, when it comes down to it, the three main ones that you need, which you don't even need all three, are um, protein, protein powders, pre-workout, or creatine. And of those three, really, creatine is the only... I would say essential one. It's the only one that's like scientifically backed that's proven to, to help. I mean, pre-workout's just a bunch of caffeine to help you get through a workout and um, protein, you can get that from regular sources too. So I know when I started, I was I was looking at all these supplements thinking these were going to, you know, increase my, my lifts or my endurance and it was going to help all these things when in reality, none of them 
really do as advertised and really the only ones you need to worry about are those top three. Right. I mean, there's an obsession. There's an obsession with supplements because a lot of people think of fat burners. They want to lose weight. So they take these fat burners. And when it comes to supplements, like it is, it, you, you supplement, right? It's not like you, you take it because your body needs a little bit more of it, whether it's fish oils or multivitamins, you're not hitting your micronutrients. You need to supplement with these, um, you know, the, these pills or these powders because your body is just not getting enough and it has to work extra hard to pull enough out of the nutrients that you are consuming because you're just not consuming the right amount. So, you know, a lot of people are infatuated with fat burners and fat burners is a billion dollar, if not a trillion dollar industry if, with, when all is said and done. And it's because people just want to lose weight without putting in the work. Um, so, you know, that's a whole side of things to Kyle's point is like, people are very into supplements, but you only need them if your body's not getting enough. Like if you, if you're anemic, right. And you're not getting enough iron, like an iron, an iron pill is probably going to be good for you to consume. Uh, your, your body needs it. Same thing with like magnesium. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different micronutrients that your body needs. Cause if you become deficient, it's really going to weigh on you. So Kind of, kind of along those lines is having rest, right? Having rest is huge because your body, you know, it builds whenever you rest. It, it repairs itself whenever you rest. It's a part of the process. If you don't rest and you don't take the time to recover, your lifts are going to suffer. Your your men, uh, your mental state's going to suffer. Your physical state's going to suffer. If if you're not getting the proper amount of rest and taking some time off, like what you were lifting the week before, if you're putting up like you know 75 dumbbells for um, for bench, and then all of a sudden you're doing like 65, you go down. Like maybe it's your body telling you like, dude, I need some rest. Like you need to you know let me recover a little bit. So let let your body tell you what you need to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, another thing to keep in mind too is you don't need all of the equipment that's advertised either. Like equipment will, in terms of like lifting belts and knee sleeves and squat shoes and and all that stuff, like you, you could maybe get away with just doing like the wrist wraps and a belt to help you, but you don't need all the extra equipment depending on what you're doing. Like if you're just getting started, definitely work on like your form and everything. Make sure you're using lightweight and make sure you're actually feeling the movement before, you know, if you if you go for a max lift and you don't get it, don't go out and buy a, a belt and squat shoes and, you know, knee wraps thinking that that's gonna get you the max that you were trying to get. Just always go back to the basics and, you know, until you get to be an advanced lifter and you kind of know what you're doing and then you wanna invest in some some heavier equipment for lifting that makes more sense, but you don't need it right out the gate. Right. Get that proper form first and foremost. Proper form over the heavier weight is that's going to help you go a lot longer and a lot further. And, you know, that's Kyle and I have talked about that time and time again. We don't need to preach it again this episode, but proper form over heavier weight. And this goes along the lines of it's okay to ask for help. You know, I, when I first started, I was asking Kyle for help and just in terms of <laughs> just in terms of, you know, things to do and um, just exercises and, and what's better in this situation versus that situation. And, you know, lucky, lucky enough, he was able to, to help me out there <laughs> for, for, for a few months, <laughs> but yeah, like never, it's, you know, never be uh, concerned with other people judging you for asking for help. 
you know, lifting should be enjoyable. Lifting should be something that you want to do, you love to do, exercise. Um, it, it's good for your body. It's good for your mental state, your physical state, your emotional state. Uh, so that's just another thing is make sure that you're actually doing something you enjoy because if you don't enjoy it, it's not going to last. You're you're eventually going to have enough of it and you're going to want something that's more fun and, and better. So you'll place an alternative in front of exercising. So make sure it's something that is kind of fun. Yep. Do you have another one? Um, if not, I can. Yeah, I don't think so. Do you have another one? Um, yeah, so I think this this one more applies to women than men. And I would say it's you're not going to get bulky by accident. I know a lot of women don't want to lift. And that's just because they fear that they're going to bulk up. And all of a sudden, they're going to look like a man. Or mm-hmm. they're going to look huge and enormous. And nobody's going to be attracted to them. That's just not true. No, nobody woke up, you know, no girl went to the gym and woke up the next day and they were like, man, I'm too bulky. You know, you have to really put in serious time, work, um, effort with nutrition and supplements and, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, testosterone boosters in order to get to that bulky state. Yeah. Like it, it just doesn't happen by accident. And you you see it online from like the people that you follow on like Instagram or any other social media. It's these girls that exercise and that they work out. You don't look at them and you're like, I follow you because you're too bulky, mm-hmm. right? You look at them because you, you like what they have. You like what they offer. Um, they're entertaining. They have a great body. And you see yourself as, you know, you, you see them as something you want to strive for, right, for yourself. So, yeah, you can't get too bulky by accident. I don't think the guys have that issue because a lot of guys want to get bulky. Uh, but for women, you know, they don't want to get bulky. But I'm going to tell you right now. That, you know, you can put the time and the effort in. That doesn't mean that you're going to all of a sudden wake up with, you know, Arnold, Arnold arms. Right. So, and, and just another thing for people that I, cause I, I've heard this time and time again, and people still ask me this, and this applies to everybody, men, women, whoever, you know, you cannot spot reduce fat. So this is something that I, I already knew, like whenever I started, like I knew that you couldn't do this. Um, but a lot of people, they always say they want to reduce the fat on their stomach or their legs or their face. Unfortunately, that's just not how it works. And a a lot of the times what these people will do is they won't believe somebody that says that they can't do it. So they'll go and look for a different answer and they will more than likely fall to some form of fat burning supplement, which is going to like increase the heart rate. It could lead to something really bad if they start popping, um, the, the supplements to to burn fat because number one it's not going to burn the fat that you want and number two like I said you, you just cannot spot reduce it your body everybody's body loses fat at a different pace in different spots they hold it in different places in different spots because if you look at like Kyle and I right now Kyle and I don't hold the same fat in our body like where I hold my fat in my body he doesn't hold in his and vice versa right so I get but Kyle and I can go in and do the same training for you know, a few months over, you know, the course of 2022 for to start the year. And we're going to lose fat and we're going to gain muscle in different places because our bodies are just different. This, you know, this applies to every single person out there. So yeah, that, that's, that's a big one. I, I think that a lot of people, you know, they want to lose fat in certain places, but it's just not going to happen, especially like your legs and your abs, they tend to hold and, and your face, you know, they, they tend to hold fat uh, the longest. So, 
I think that I, I think I think another one I, I've kind of been guilty of this too is feeling a little bit awkward about performing some certain exercises in the gym. And that's just because you're like, well, how do I, you know, how do I look? This goes back to the judging thing. Like, do I look like a fool? Do I look like this or that? Like, are people judging me right now? Like I was guilty of this in the beginning. Um, There are, these exercises are there for a reason. Like a lot of them are like very good and you do look like a fool. I mean, I'm not saying go look like one of those planet fitness stars that you see on like influencers gone wild about, um, you know, you, you've seen, they, in, in the gym, they're just like flinging they're around like Spider-Man. Stuff, and yeah. They're like, doing, they're doing that, that. I'm going to be honest. If you're going to go in and start doing that stuff, then definitely expect people to look at you. But yeah, <laughs> like take, you know, what we've been saying, if you're just going in and you know what you're doing and you definitely know what you're doing with form, like make sure the form's good. No one's going to bat an eye. Yeah. It's, if you, if you end up on social media for that, then you're probably doing something way wrong, but uh, this gets back to Kyle and I talking about proper form over anything else. Cause if you look up proper form and, and cross reference how some people are doing the form, then you're going to most likely 99% of the time be doing it the right way. So that is uh, maybe, maybe, okay. So maybe we talk about the scale a little bit because the scale is a, and it's an indicator of progress. It can be, but it can also be an indicator of deception. And when people step on it, they think that the scale is everything, especially when you're first starting out. And I, I'd kind of talked about this earlier in this episode. Um, the scale is not necessarily the one-to-one indicator of you, you know, seeing progress. Um, it can, dece- it can, there can be some deceiving um, realities behind the scale when training. And it's just because like, you can basically be in somewhat of like a recomp where you're losing fat, but you're putting muscle on and muscle's heavy. Like muscle is very heavy. So if you're putting muscle on, like your weight's going to go up, um, you know, while you're still losing fat and you could be, for example, you could be 200 pounds shredded, right? But you could also be 200 pounds fat and pretty thick. Um, and this is just because like, you know, fat and muscle both have weight to it. So, even though you're losing fat and you're exercising, you're going to be putting muscle on. So that's that's another indicator. Um, you know, progress pictures are a good way. Yeah, know. I was actually going to add that one in before we ended. Definitely something I wish I did more, which I, I did a little bit, but not as much as I wish I did, is definitely just take progress pictures. Doesn't matter. Like, you're by yourself in the bathroom. Like, take some pictures because it's always fun to go back even, you know, a couple months just to see your progress. And then whenever you stay consistent with something for years at a time and you look back to when you just started, it's going to be a big um, motivator for yourself. Like you see how far you've come and you can track your progress. And so even though it's going to feel really weird and stupid at first, you don't even have to show anybody your progress pictures, like just keep them for yourself. Definitely, definitely take a lot, take some videos, do you know, videos of you hitting a new max or something like that. Just track everything because it's always fun to go back and look and kind of motivate yourself. Right. I got a few more here. So one is, and I'm pretty guilty of this when I started, a longer workout doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a better workout. And I've had hour, I've had four hour workouts. I've had hour workouts and both have been super effective. Um, when I was starting out, I, you know, I always thought that I had to be in there doing every single thing. And Kyle knows because like I would add on and I've talked about it before, like everything, I would find something new and then it would go in the workout instead of replacing it with something. I'll just add it on, you know, so the list just kept growing 
for whenever I started out and I was always supersetting. So like, you know, I, it was 60, 70, 80 plus sets, um, a lift, but I mean, there was progress there, you know, like I, I could eat whatever I wanted to and I was still burning it off. Um, so, you know, just because you don't need to be in the gym for three to four hours and I, I should know I've, you know, I've seen progress from, like I said, one hour workouts and, you know, three, three to four hours, but you still need to give your body some rest. So another thing is having that mind to muscle connection. I think that it's still big. Like people talk about it. Some people don't believe that it's as heavily influenced as, you know, it should be. I mind to muscle connection is big because if you're sitting there doing like a chest exercise, here, here's a good example, bench, right? If you're doing bench and you're, you're laying there with the barbell or you're laying there with dumbbells and you're pushing up and you're not even feeling your chest being worked out. You're, you're feeling like your rotator cuffs and your shoulders because you're pushing with your shoulders more. You know, there's an issue there. You're more than likely doing too much weight. Um, and like, you should be able to obviously feel it in your chest. If you're doing a bench or a chest press, like you should be feeling it in your chest. I get that you're pushing with your arms and your shoulders, but like you should not be working out your shoulders more than your chest. And, that, and that's just one example. You know, like there's a lot of examples. And this goes back to like when you're starting out and you're learning proper form, really focus on hitting the muscles that you are intending to work in specific exercises. So whether it's biceps, whether it's triceps, um, you know, I, I never took anatomy. I don't really know like all of the correct terms for everything in the body, but there are different heads in your biceps. There's obviously different pectoral muscles. Um, and then when it comes to your triceps, your triceps are the biggest muscles that take up like the, the most of your arm, right? The majority of your arm. So when everybody's in there doing bicep curls, thinking that's going to grow their arms, you just start working your triceps. That'll make your arms look bigger. Yeah. Um, Cause everybody's bicep is different, right? Like you have long, you have like uh, uh, everybody has a bicep head, right? Like a, a long head. Um, but whenever everybody has a different peak to so whenever you flex your bicep, you have a peak. That peak is pretty limited to what it can do in terms of uh, growth. Because like you, you can see some of the most ripped guys in the world, but their peak, like when they flex their bicep is like, it's still the size of like a baseball. Right. So like it, it, they could do a thousand curls uh, each each lift, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to grow bigger than a baseball. You know, it, the, the body's the body's a very uh, it's a very you know, intricate thing. Organism, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's 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 yeah, there's, there's a lot going on here. Um, my last piece of advice would just be to be careful with social media and social media is. It's a blessing and a curse, like I continuously say, but too many times nowadays, everybody gets caught up in the fakeness of what social media has become, which is just plumped up people and, and filters. Um, it's not it's not the real thing, right? People, they show you the successions, they show you all the good. Very rarely do people show you the bad because in all honesty, people don't praise the bad. They're not interested in the bad. They're not interested and necessarily all the struggles that you have until you've made a name for yourself. People do not care. And that's that's the sad part because like we we as humans, we've built social media like how it is. Like we praise the good, right? We praise the people that are shredded um, because they've, they've done all the work there. But, you know, we don't necessarily praise where they started per se um, as like an out of shape, like obese person or like a skinny fat person. And... I think that people are getting better of obviously like accepting everybody for who they are. Um, but there's still, there's a difference between like body positivity and actually being healthy 
as an individual, right? So social media is, yeah, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good and a lot of bad in there. Yeah. You, you just need to keep your head down and, and grinding in the right direction and listen to people that actually know what they're talking about. So Kyle and I have seen people on social media, like, smacking people with foam rollers and they act like they're getting a ab workout in or you know they're just doing weird stuff in the gym and they're personal trainers and they don't know right from wrong or like whatever you know they, they just they just don't know <laughs> they yeah. just don't i mean that's right. just that's just the truth um or you know there'll, there'll be people that maybe they lost like five pounds next thing you know they're a, a trainer and they're selling you all these workout programs yeah it's it's complicated. Um, you, you just have to do your due diligence. That's that's the best thing I can say is do your due diligence. Make sure that people know what they're doing and make sure that they have proof of work. Make sure that they've actually gone through it, right? So, you know, I, I like it, it's, I wouldn't sit here and train people for a show per se because like I haven't gone through a fitness show, a physique show. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to want to like lose weight or gain weight or build muscle or prep for a show, get somebody that is a coach that has done it once, twice, three times, four times. Like they've gone through the experience. So they know mentally they can relate to where your mental and emotional state is going to be when the time comes. Cause it's going to come. Yeah. It's going to come for sure. So I think that we can wrap it up there. I think Kyle and I started with a list of like five and then we really, <laughs> we really grew that Just to kind of ad lib 15 or 20. So we hope you liked the interfound value in this episode. Please feel free to share it with your friends. You know, we obviously, um, hope that you're doing really well with your fitness journey and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest at official iron pulse. If you still prefer email, we've got you covered at shopironpulse.com with the iron pulse report. And remember, no matter what you do, be all in.